Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome aboard. I am Rudy Maxa, your genial radio show host, and you're in Rudy Maxa's world where the subject is travel. Lots of travel, all travel, but from a lot of different angles as well. This hour, we're going to check in with our friend Joe Brancatelli. He's the travel expert who curates and writes uh, part of the website called JoeSentMe.com. We're going to talk to him about the new TSA plan to allow uh, speedier trips through airport security for some frequent flyers. He's not real big on it. I'll give you a little tip-off. Then a surprising look at the sinking of the Titanic. A maritime historian says there are a few things we still don't know about that dramatic tragedy at sea. Also, what if you could tap into the little black books of concierges at the world's top hotels? Well, now you can, and Mark Jolly of Globo Maestro joins us to explain how. And Steve Jobs dared us to live our dreams, to pursue a life of passion rather than, as he said, living someone else's life. Later this hour, I'm going to talk with a man who seconds that emotion and explains how adventure can make your life more fulfilling. Climber Matthew Walker uses travel to heal and encourage, and he joins me to talk about his new book, Adventures in Everything. I'll also have a couple of deals of the week, as I always do, but let's start also, as we always do, with a, a couple of news items this week in the, in the field of travel. Well, remember that brouhaha this time last year about bed bugs? The media had a field day with bed bugs in hotels and elsewhere. Well if, well, if one website that tracks hotel bedbugs reports is right, things have only gotten worse. According to this website, which is called Ravable.com, it's a site that uh, reviews hotels and allows you to review hotels as well, Ravable.com, it also compiles complaints from folks who have encountered hotel bedbugs. And Ravable.com says the number of reports are up, listen to this, 660% over this time last year. And the number of hotels with reported bedbug sightings is up 250%. Now, it could just be that there aren't more bedbugs than there were a year ago. There's just more reports of bedbugs. Either way, uh, it's not uh, comfort-giving. By this measure, the uh, at least uh, Ravable.com's measure, the city with the largest increase in reports is are excuse me, Las Vegas, followed by New York, San Francisco, and Orlando, which makes sense since those cities are very popular with travelers. In the second hour of the show, I'll have a few words on how you can tell if your hotel room is infested and what you ought to do about it. Delta Airlines is already leading the industry in having outfitted its planes with Wi-Fi, at least in the United States. Now it's upping the ante. It's going to offer streaming movies and television shows on a free in-flight portal. So instead of having to pay $13 or more to stay connected on a flight of three hours or longer, you're going to be able to watch on-demand television for $0.99, cents, for example. Or you can buy a movie for up to $3.99, or excuse me, beginning at $3.99 and up. Uh, there'll be other entertainment and shopping options at no charge. Right now, 16 of Delta's 757-300s are equipped with a second Wi-Fi offering for use on laptops. By next year, Delta says passengers will be able to access signals on tablets and mobile devices as well. 
Earlier this week, the TSA announced a pilot program meant to speed frequent flyers through airport security checkpoints. Four major airports, Miami, Atlanta, Detroit, and Dallas-Fort Worth, are to be part of this new Trusted Traveler program. That's what they're calling it, Trusted Traveler program. Our regular guest, Joe Brancatelli, writes and curates a popular travel website called JoeSentMe.com. You've heard him many times on the show, and I wanted to get his take on it. And uh, he's kind enough to wake up at 4 in the morning in Hawaii to chat with us. Joe, uh, good morning, first of all. Uh, good morning. Hello, Rudy. And I've just checked my bed for bed bugs again. <laughs> well, this is this a giant step forward for free, for frequent travelers who, if this thing gets off the ground, uh, allegedly might not have to take off their jackets or shoes or remove laptops from carrying cases? It, it should be. And the thing to keep in mind that if we could clear frequent flyers through the system faster, it would mean shorter lines for everyone, which is good. And mm -hmm. it also would mean a safer system because that would mean the TSA agents can concentrate on people who really are potential threats. The problem is in the execution that the TSA is doing. They really don't want to do this. They've never wanted to do it. So they're putting out all the good news and not telling you the bad news, which is we don't have to do any of this if we don't want to, literally on a case-by-case -case basis. Who is putting pressure on them to do this? Well, I, first of all, you should know that the bill that created the Transportation Security Administration, which federalized security, happened right after 9-11. We acted after 9-11 and said airline security is national security. But written into that bill was the knowledge that 99 and 44 percent of the passengers, much like ivory soap, are pure and didn't need to be, you know, slavishly checked and, and delayed. So the idea from the start was to have a separate program that would whisk people through. Uh, the TSA killed all the private programs that launched in the mid-2000s. And then after last Thanksgiving's PR fiasco, uh, with the what they were calling the nudoscopes at the time. Uh, somebody at the TSA said, we better find some good things to say. So they came back to Trusted Traveler, and rather than let the private enterprise do it, which is also in the bill, they decided to try it themselves. And why, why would they be against it? Does this mean people get through uh, quicker and they need fewer employees? Is it that they, kind of thing? They understand, the, I mean, in fairness to them, they understand the value of this. But like many federal agencies, and especially the TSA, uh, they just have this sense that they never want, they're promising people that the skies are secure, which means there'll never be an incident. And if there's an incident, they know they'll be blamed for it, which is in truth what will happen. The minute there's an incident, we'll go back to the underwear bomber a couple of Christmases ago, it was the TSA's fault. Mm -hmm. So their, their theory is just wrong. Everybody is guilty until proven innocent. And even if we trust you, we assume you're guilty. So it's the bureaucrat CYA thing. It, it truly is. And, and the way they frustrate this program that they're testing is by, not, by promising many things, but literally telling you that if we've chosen you for this program, that doesn't mean we'll let you use it on a case-by-case -case basis. Yeah, and they also say even if you're going through this uh, particular special line, should these exist nationwide, we'll pick you out anyway if we want to. Exactly. And more to the point, all the things they're promising, which is what every traveler wants, whether they're a frequent traveler like you and I, Rudy, or the average traveler who goes once or twice a year, you won't have to take your shoes off, you won't have to take your electronics out, you'll be able to leave your toiletries in the bag, you'll be able to leave your jacket on. But the weasel word is may. They'll decide case by case whether you'll be able to do this. And unless people get a consistent experience 
so that they know what to expect. We need to know the rules. The whole program collapses because you, you can't check your time at the airport. I now routinely show up at an airport two hours beforehand, even though I have nothing to carry on because I don't know how long the lines are going to be. And if you don't make it easy for me to come through an airport and understandable, I've gained nothing by being a trusted traveler. So what do you put the odds of success uh, on, on this? Uh, well, it depends on how you define success. I think the way the TSA, the TSO will define success any way they want. The, the chances of it being successful and useful to business travelers is probably near zero unless they change the rules. <laughs> okay, Joe. Wow, that's a, that's a really low grade. Hey, thanks for joining us. Uh, thanks for getting up early in Hawaii and uh, uh, get to that airport early when you're returning home. Always a pleasure, Rudy. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us. Joe Brancatelli, go check it out, joesentme.com. It's one of the most uh, intelligent websites about travel uh, in the world of, uh, well, in the world of the Internet. Coming up, Secrets of the Titanic from a Maritime Historian, whose new book is called Titanic Tragedy, A New Look at the Lost Liner. You don't want to miss this one. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Attention savvy travelers, Rudy Maxa here. If you're like me, you can't afford to take chances when you travel. You need medical evacuation service that's dependable and won't cost you a fortune in hidden fees. You need MedJet Assist. As a member, if you're hospitalized over 150 miles from home, MedJet will arrange medical transfer to the hospital of your choice free of charge. Believe me, you won't find protection like this from any other company, which is why I'm a member. It's time to travel smarter. Visit TakeTripsNotChances.com and sign up today. MedJet Assist. Take trips, not chances. I have this dizzy feeling every time I get out of bed, like spinning. I don't know why. It's awful. I get dizzy when I read or work on the computer. I get lightheaded walking down a hall or aisle. Or unsteady on my feet. I lose my balance and get a little motion sick. It's like vertigo. That dizzy feeling in a car, train, or airplane. It's awful. An inner ear problem. Most likely your vestibular system. Now there's Zyvestra. An amazing, fast-acting... Dual-action tabs and targeted cream. You rub behind your ear. Behind your ear. And it works in an advanced homeopathic way to relieve dizziness. It relieves that vertigo feeling. That dizzy feeling, gone. Zyvestra is amazing. No more suffering from dizziness and queasiness. Wake up with better balance. Call right now for your risk-free trial of Zyvestra. Call 1-800-304-1684. 800-304-1684. Stop the dizziness. Call 800-304-1684. That's 800-304-1684. As a home plate ump, my eyesight is my paycheck. Strike one! Strike that thing was chin high! But the price of monthly contact lenses was eating me up. Strike two! Come on, it bounced to the plate! So to save some money, I'm just using these glasses I found. Cha-ching! Strike three! You're out! He hasn't even pitched the ball yet! There's an easier way to save. Get online. Go to geico.com. Get a quote. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Join Rudy Maxa. Call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. 
Welcome back to Rudy Max's World. It is 18 minutes after the hour. Nice to have you here on this, uh, well, in some places, Indian summer weekend here in Minnesota, for example, where I live. It's uh, been in the um, it's been in the 80s, amazingly enough. That'll change soon enough. John Maxstone Graham is a maritime historian. He's made a career of writing about the world's great cruise ships. He grew up in New Jersey. He was the son of a Scottish father and American mother, and he took his first cruise across the Atlantic when he was only six months old, and he's taken dozens and dozens since then. After serving in Korea as a U.S. Marine and a short career as a Broadway stage manager, he began writing about ships and started lecturing on them in 1972. He's got a brand new book out. It's called Titanic Tragedy, A New Look at the Lost Liner. John, welcome to the show. Good morning, Max. Good morning. Now, nice to chat with you. Nice to chat with you, too. Let me start by asking you what you mean by a new look at what happened to the Titanic. Well, uh, she's the most written about ship in the world, without any question. And my decision was to do a book not full of illustrations, because all the illustrations have been seen and are very well known, just a book for reading. And I decided to cover a lot of things that most people ignore. For instance, the two M's, the Marconi and Morse, who invented, in effect, the communication system that saved over 700 lives. And then I go to the construction of the ship at Belfast, Harlan and Wolf shipyard, then to construction of the dock from which she sailed, which had just recently been revived for the Queen Mary II, and then on to the actual business of the collision, abandoning the ship, getting into the boats, and um, what, what the, the extraordinary thing was how so many of the passengers refused to believe that they were in danger. Ah. Uh, there was a man called Carl Baird, and he was quoted as saying, first-class passenger, to our minds, the idea of Titanic sinking was preposterous. And the larger the ship, the more uh, immune they feel. Uh, Albert Caldwell, another man, described a lifeboat. He said the flimsy little thing didn't look safe. And yet there, were, there was unquestionable indication that the ship was uh, taking on water. There were five postal officers two Brits and three Yanks, and they were all drowned, and they appeared in the corridors full of passengers who were confused and didn't know what had happened, and they were carrying in their hand bundles of wet letters and parcels, and their trousers were wet up to their knees, one man remembered. And yet, shortly afterwards, the steward came by and said, everything is all right now, sir, you may turn in. In other words, this curious reluctance to face facts. Wow. There were t two sisters from Philadelphia, friends of the Wideners, the Eustace sisters, and Elizabeth had gone up to investigate, and Martha stayed in the cabin. She didn't think anything was wrong, but the curious thing that convinced her was that she looked out in the passage and saw a man who every night had put his shoes out to be cleaned, and she saw him bring them back into the cabin that night, and she, that for some reason convinced her that she should get up into a lifeboat, so she finally did. Oh, my goodness. Let's go back to the M&M. I guess you're saying that by being able to send out an SOS signal and the, the, Car, the Carpathia was, what, about 80 nautical miles away or so? She was 54 miles away 54 on her miles. way to a cruise in the Mediterranean uh, full of cruise passengers, and suddenly her wireless operator, who was about to go to sleep, uh, sitting on the edge of his bunk and heard this extraordinary single, CQD, it wasn't SOS, Phillips, the operator who sent out the message, used the old-fashioned CQD, and he wrote down the position of the ship and raced along the bridge and woke up Captain Rostron. And Rostron turned Carpathia around and dashed north for 54 and, miles. 
And that's what allowed those who were managed to, to stay alive floating in the sea in the to survive. Yeah, yeah, survived. And then, speaking of the lifeboats, you write that during the ship's evacuation, men were not permitted on one side of the ship, but were invited to embark on another. What's, what was that about? Yes, it was a most extraordinary uh, contrast. And this was from Captain Smith, the captain of the vessel. <clears throat> he said to one woman who had asked if her husband could join us, he said, no, women and children only, and quite firm about it. Shortly thereafter, on the other side of the ship, uh, Four people, two husbands and two wives, asked, is it all right if our husbands get in? Of course you may get in. So it was a curious uh, yes and no, depending whether you were the port side or the starboard side, or depending on the number of seats in the boats. And one of the saddest things was that the man who designed the ship, uh, Thomas Andrews, who was on board, uh, I contrast two messages. One, a letter he sent to his wife in Dublin from Southampton on the 9th of April. The Titanic is now about complete and will, I think, do the old firm credit tomorrow when we sail. And then at, on the boat deck at 1.30 a.m. on the 15th of April, ladies, you must get in at once. There's not a minute to lose. You cannot pick and choose your boat. Don't hesitate. Get in. Get in. So you could see that he realized what was happening and he knew the end was near. We're talking with John Maxstone Graham. His new book is called Titanic Tragedy. It's published by W.W. W. Norton. Um, uh, John, you interviewed, you interviewed, you have over the course of the years, interviewed survivors of the Titanic, haven't you? Yes, I've interviewed several in depth, and the most intriguing was a woman called Violet Jessup, <coughs> whose name came from me from my mother. She said, you should see if she's still living. So I found out that she was, and in July of 1970, I went down to her little retirement cottage in Suffolk and we talked and she told me all the things that she remembered from Titanic and the astonishing thing was nobody had ever interviewed her before. And how old she was she when private. how old was she, she was, when she was on the ship? She was only about 22. Oh, but and enough so she to have remembered a... very well and she uh, saved a baby and uh, the baby the woman had abandoned her baby and left it on the deck uh, an officer picked it up and gave it to Violet, who was in the lifeboat. She had a eider down she'd bought from one of her cabins, and she wrapped it around the baby and held it all night. The following morning, when she was hauled onto the Carpathia, still carrying the baby, the, the child's mother was there, had reached the ship by another lifeboat, seized the baby, and never once attempted to thank the woman who had saved its life. So she was a remarkable woman. Now, there's Monday, nothing easier than Monday, Monday night or Monday quarterbacking looking yes. back on this what what went leaving aside obviously hitting the iceberg was a big mistake but i mean what went wrong in the evacuation what would have been done differently if if everything was done uh, correctly well i think there would have been uh, real supervision at the lifeboats as to who was getting in and who was not getting in a lot of crewmen just got in because they knew the men who were supposed to be stopping them uh not one engineering officer was saved they all drowned which is why to this day, officers in the uh, engineering officers in every Navy and uh, even aircraft in the world have a purple stripe between their gold stripes on their arm in memoriam of their colleagues on Titanic. That was from George V. He I was didn't so know that. I yeah. did not know that. Interesting. Every, every officer in the world. And uh, was there a preference for first-class passengers? First-class passengers did better than, than immigrants, of course. If you look at the surviving rates, you can see that the, the most appalling uh, losses were in the steerage class, the immigrant class. 
And do you think that was because it took them longer to get up to deck or, well, or, or a class they, preference? They, they were not near the boat deck. They were on either end of the ship. The boat all up on the first-class deck amidships. Some of them got in, some of them managed. Uh, some of them were ingenious and managed to, one man slid down a rope because he saw a lifeboat uh, underneath the ship and he and a, a woman he had befriended by the railing jumped over and slid down the rope. They, their hands were bleeding, but they landed in the lifeboat. They got away. And so there were uh, contrasting things. Ismay, Bruce Ismay, who was a White Star Lines managing director, was on board. And he met uh, Mrs. Ryerson, one of the first-class passengers, and said, we're in amongst the icebergs. And Emily Ryerson said, of course, you, you will slow down. And Ismay said, oh, no, we'll put on one more boiler and get out of it. Well, he, was, he was criticized later for being what he called, the press called a kind of super captain who was telling the captain what to do, but he maintained he was just a passenger. Ah. He clearly wasn't. John, we only have 30 seconds left. Uh, in a nutshell, what was your appraisal of that huge movie, Titanic? Uh, I thought it was technically fascinating, but uh, a soap opera, with a ship full of so many dramatic stories to have created... Uh, a rubbishy story uh, about uh, Leonardo DiCaprio befriending a, an heiress in the first class was just uh, appalling. I, 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 what I like to do is look at it with the sound turned down, and then I can see the wonderful technical effects, but don't have to listen to the words. Well put. Hey, John, thank you so much for writing this book and for spending some time on your, out of your weekend to tell us about it. Thank you, Rudy. It's been a great pleasure. Take care. John Maxstone Graham's uh, new book is called Titanic Tragedy. Its subtitle is A New Look at the Lost Liner. It's published by W.W. W. Norton. You can get it in the usual places like bookstores and Amazon.com. It's a fascinating read about a, a story that seems to fascinate us endlessly. Stick around. Up next, how to access the black books of concierges around the world. Rudy Max's world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. I have this dizzy feeling every time I get out of bed, like spinning. I don't know why. It's awful. I get dizzy when I read or work on the computer. I get lightheaded walking down a hall or aisle. Or unsteady on my feet. I lose my balance and get a little motion sick. It's like vertigo. That dizzy feeling in a car, train, or airplane. It's awful. An inner ear problem. Most likely your vestibular system. Now there's Zyvestra. An amazing, fast-acting... Dual-action tabs and targeted cream. You rub behind your ear. Behind your ear. And it works in an advanced homeopathic way to relieve dizziness. It relieves that vertigo feeling. That dizzy feeling, gone. Zyvestra is amazing. No more suffering from dizziness and queasiness. Wake up with better balance. Call right now for your risk-free trial of Zyvestra. Call 1-800-304-1684. 800-304-1684. Stop the dizziness. Call 800-304-1684. That's 800-304-1684. To 
participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. 33 after the hour. Nice to have you here in Rudy Maxa's world where it's all travel all the time. Want to know where Chinatown's oldest dim sum parlor is? Where to celebrate Oktoberfest in Miami? Or where to find the best uh, macaroon in Paris? Well, good hotel concierges, no answers to those kind of questions, and a lot more for that matter. Uh, but maybe you're not staying at a hotel at the moment, or maybe you're not staying at a hotel or going to stay at a hotel with a concierge. Well, then you got to check out a new website. It's staffed by concierges from some of the country's top hotels. It's called Globo, that's G-L-O-B-O, GloboMaestro.com, and Maestro is M-A-E-S-T-R-O. GloboMaestro.com, and Mark Jolly is its founder. We asked him to drop by. Hi, how are you, Mark? Hi, Rudy. How are you doing? Okay, fine, thank you. This is a free website. It's just starting up, and you've got concierges in Santa Monica, New York, San Francisco, and Miami at the moment. Let me, let me see if I'm getting this right. Anyone can sign up to receive your newsletter and insider deals on hotels, uh, but this is a good advantage to signing up. A member can actually ask questions of those concierges. Have I summed it up correctly? Very well done, yes. Um, really, you, 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 hit the nose, you hit the nail on the head insofar as, you know, the concierge was always this figure... Um, if you know you wanted to access all that great insider advice and recommendations of what to do and experience in the destination where you're staying, you always had to stay in a fancy hotel um, to try and you know access one of these guys, of course. Um, so I guess what we're trying to do with Globo Maestro is really sort of democratize that insider information that they have and open the floodgates online. So it is totally free. There's no subscription service. The idea is really so um, users and, and, and the audience can, can access some of these wonderful things to do because, you know, these days online, you know, as you know, Rudy, everyone's an expert. Right, everyone's exactly. got something to say. Everyone's got, got an opinion. There are a lot of user reviews. And it's kind of a lot of white noise. Um, and it's very difficult when... You know, when people are trying to find out the best travel experiences and, and, and things to do, that are a little bit more under the radar in these neighborhoods where the hotels are, to try and get some advice that has a real stamp of credibility. And the concierges are pretty much the most credible people in, in the hotel industry. Well, I'm looking at your lineup. You've got uh, Laura Cooper Brown from the Bowery Hotel. You've got uh, uh, Michael Andrade from the Fairmont Miramar Hotel and Bungalows in Santa Monica. You've got a guy from the Plaza, two guys from the Plaza, in fact, in New York. Uh, Gazelle Mueller from the Mandarin Oriental in Miami. Um, what's in it for the concierges in this deal? Well, um, you know, one of the, 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 the kind of the central tenets of, of, of being a concierge and being, you know, a lot of our concierges, they're members of the clay door, the golden keys a membership, which is kind of, you know, the, the, the kind of um, the stamp of, of, of kind of a, a real credible concierge, a top concierge. Really, their thing is, is to always be helping guests. And so, um, you know, in terms of their role, they're really acting as ambassadors for their hotels, not to specifically shine a spotlight on the hotels, but to, sh to shine a spotlight on what's amazing to do in their destinations. And, you know, you've stayed in enough hotels to know, Rudy, that these concierges, for, for the most part, are, are amazing personalities. They've got incredible stories to tell, and they love sharing that kind of information. So, um, you know, I've been in travel journalism for a long time, and so, you know, we're working with these concierges to, to create a really cool series of blogs and videos to tell these great, you know, short two-minute stories online uh, uh, and kind of really reveal the, the insider edge. 
I think this is great. So they're cooperating because, well, maybe if you find Antonio Barrios from the St. Regis in San Francisco to be helpful on Globo Maestro, you might, well, just think maybe we should stay at the St. Regis. Exactly. I mean, yeah. for, for, for the hotels, it's, it's sort of a marketing platform for them to, uh, to create really cool, exciting content and, and, and associate a great personality with a great brand. But, also, but, but obviously for the user end, which is the most important thing for us, is that we're, in, that we're creating inspiring and useful stories so people can kind of really connect with that hotel and that destination and, and the community around it. And what would be, the, what's the, uh, uh, if you don't mind my getting into the business side of it, what is your uh, strategy for making money on this website? Well, the hotels, they pay us to create the content, which, again, are the, the, the series of videos and the blogs. Ah, okay. And um, they feed this content out through their social media tentacles. Of course, it goes up on Global Maestro. The videos also go up on the hotel websites. But, again, it's, it's, it's paramount that, you know, this is kind of the, the opposite of, of, of kind of, you know, corporate video. Um, we don't really make videos about the hotels themselves. We go out and about and really talk about what's exciting in their backyard. And, and um, you know, for us, the, the, the concierge is, is this really, really uh, kind of dynamic figure that, that people sometimes forget about. We're in the, this kind of digital age of virtual concierges and iPads, uh, you know, apps in, in the hotel room and, and pressing buttons. And, and, you know, the real human element of what these guys do, I believe, I don't believe, I believe that they'll never be replaced by... Um, you know, the, the, the kind of computer algorithms and, 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 and user reviews, you know, the, the trusted advice of a concierge who really knows his city or her city inside out, that can never be replaced. I agree with you. Well, Mark Jolly, I wish you uh, best of luck with the new website. As I say, it's sort of in beta, but it's, uh, it's ready to use. There is good stuff in it. It is ready to roll. We're, we're, in fact, we're, we're just about to, to celebrate our first year anniversary. Well, it looks, it, it's a very handsome website. Let me give it again. Thank you, Mark, for joining us. Thank you so much for having me, Rudy. Thank you. Let me give you that website again. It's Globo, G-L-O-B-O, Maestro, M-A-E-S-T-R-O, all one word, globomaestro.com. Check it out if you're a traveler who uh, uh, loves to get the inside word on places. Stick around. Can climbing a mountain sort out your life? Well, our next guest promises it. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. As a home plate ump, my eyesight is my paycheck. Strike one! Strike, that thing was chin high! But the price of monthly contact lenses was eating me up. Strike two! Come on, it bounced to the plate! So to save some money, I'm just using these glasses I found. Cha-ching! Strike three, you're out! He hasn't even pitched the ball yet! There's an easier way to save. Get online, go to geico.com, get a quote. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. I have this dizzy feeling every time I get out of bed, like spinning. I don't know why, it's awful. I get dizzy when I read or work on the computer. I get lightheaded walking down a hall or aisle. Or unsteady on my feet. I lose my balance and get a little motion sick. It's like vertigo. That dizzy feeling in a car, train, or airplane. It's awful. An inner ear problem. Most likely.
likely your vestibular system. Now there's Zyvestra. An amazing, fast-acting, dual-action tabs and targeted cream. You rub behind your ear. Behind your ear. And it works in an advanced, homeopathic way to relieve dizziness. It relieves that vertigo feeling. That dizzy feeling, gone. Zyvestra is amazing. No more suffering from dizziness and queasiness. Wake up with better balance. Call right now for your risk-free trial of Zyvestra. Call 1-800-304-1684. 800-304-1684. Stop the dizziness. Call 800-304-1684. That's 800-304-1684. Heritage for the blind reminds you to be kind. There's something you can do for those who depend on you. Call 1-800-DONATE-CARS 1-800-DONATE-CARS today Heritage for the Blind is an IRS-recognized charity and your donation is tax-deductible. Whether your car runs or not, we'll tow it away for free. And as a special thank you, you'll receive a free three-day hotel voucher to one of many exciting locations. So be a star. Donate your car. Call 1-800-DONATE-CARS or call 1-800-555-6689. And remember, you can prevent blindness by getting your eyes checked annually. Call 1-800-DONATE-CARS. 1-800-DONATE-CARS today. Does your furnace need repair? Your house need cleaning? Or maybe you're ready to update your kitchen or bath, big or small. Whatever your home improvement need, log on to homebuild411.servicemagic.com. ServiceMagic is a free online resource with instant access to top-rated remodelers, maids, handyman roofers, and many other home contractors. Go to homebuild411.servicemagic.com. It's quick, it's free, and there's no obligation. Visit homebuild411.servicemagic.com. This segment of the program is brought to you by MedJet Assist. Unlike other evacuation services, only MedJet Assist lets you decide which hospital will be your final destination. Regardless of the nature of your illness or injury, if you're hospitalized while traveling, they'll be there for you. So take trips, not chances, and visit MedJetAssist.com or go to RudyMaxa.com and look under radio sponsors for more info. And if you do sign up for MedJetAssist.com, I think if you mention the code MAXA, M-A-X-A, they might knock 10% off the price. I haven't tried it lately, but they used to. Check it out. It's 43 after the hour. You know the passing this week of Apple founder Steve Jobs led to a, to a sudden worldwide interest in a commencement address he gave in 2005 at Stanford University in Northern California. Now, in this speech, Jobs, who at that point knew he had pancreatic cancer, urged graduates to follow their own passions, not to live someone else's life, to take chances the way he did. He was an adopted kid with only a smatter of college education. He said failure is a great teacher, that since we all know we're going to die someday, there's no reason not to dare to be great and listen to our hearts because we have a limited time on these er this earth. In a way, that's sort of the message of my next guest, Matthew Matt Walker. He's a mountain guide who came to understand that climbing didn't just get him to the top of high places. It also taught him about life, gave him some confidence, and he grew up to found a company called Inner Passages. It uses outdoor adventure to teach leadership development to both individuals and organizations, and he's got a new book called Adventure Adventure in everything that explains his philosophy might be summed up in this quote from the book. When you approach everything with the spirit of adventure, you infuse your life with vitality and radiance. Now, Matthew, that's a big promise. How many people in America do you think wake up in the morning and face their life with a spirit of adventure? 
having me on, Rudy. I'm not <laughs> sure how many. Probably not not as many as we'd like. And not enough. <laughs> not enough. But right. I think you know, this this week with uh, seeing this the the speech the commencement address from Steve Jobs, seeing it shared everywhere, having people talk about it, I think that really um, you know I think people want that in their lives, and they're looking for that, and they're they're looking for to bring that forward. Your book, Adventure and Everything, is it really had its genesis in your starting to be a climber and applying what you learned on the side of a mountain to life. Am I, is that a fair summation? Yeah, that's correct. So, um, you know, I spent the better part of 20 years climbing all over the world. And what I learned from those expeditions and those, those climbs was, uh, was, I was you know, that, that I kept getting pulled back to have those experiences and um, but I wanted to be able to figure out a way to bring that experience, that that level of inspiration and energy and vitality, back into my everyday world, and not have to just escape to go find that. So adventure travel taught me how to how to, uh, how to have that level of of energy and adventure, and I wanted to figure out a way to bring it back. And how do you bridge the gap between something that is clearly an adventure and something called a job? <laughs> That's right. So. It's, it's also it's about what I, what I call identifying the five elements of adventure, which is high endeavor, uncertain outcome, total commitment, tolerance for adversity, and great companionship. And the idea being if we can, if we can approach our lives from, with the lens of those five aspects, those five elements, apply them to our work, our significant relationships, the community we're, we're involved in, and a wide lens, and on a daily basis, it allows us to have that vitality, energy, and inspiration that Steve Jobs is referring to. Well, one of those five certainly applies to my career, which is called uncertain outcome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uncertain outcome, I think that's the, that's the, uh, that's the crux for, for many of us right now, how to handle uncertainty in our lives. And what I, what I firmly believe um, and what I've, what I've seen time and time again is that uncertainty is actually a gift. It's the thing that actually helps us stay that much more engaged and involved in our lives. When, um, when we, we try and control the uncontrollable, that just leads to anxiety and, and, and increases challenge, and that uncertainty allows us to be able to engage in a more deep and meaningful way. Not, yeah. not necessarily easy, but, uh, but, but, but it definitely increases our capacity to be able to en engage with others in our community in ways that, that uh, you know, we may be shut off from. You know, that's interesting. I spent a lot of years as a Washington reporter and met a lot of bureaucrats, and I put quotes around that, uh, who, because they had no uncertain, they knew they were going to be in the government for 30 years and nobody could fire them. They had lived pretty dull lives. Yeah. I mean, think about it. If, if, if everything kind of falls into place the way that we, uh, you know, the, the way we sometimes hope and pray that it will, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't demand that much from us. And so uncertainty is a key, key thing to have in, in those things that have the most meaning for us. And I challenge people to think about those aspects of their life with the most meaning, that they're deeply t entwined with that uh, idea of uncertainty. Matthew, I'm sorry, we only have 15 seconds left, Matt, but you, you take people out, uh, corporate, corporate people and individuals out, to bring this lesson home, don't you? We do. We take people on, on trips and climbs all over the world and uh, on the west, in the, in the mountains on the west of the United States as well. And you're trying to teach more than just how to climb a mountain. Yeah, we, we infuse teaching how to climb a mountain and how to bring this, these aspects into our businesses and into our daily lives. That's correct. Matthew Walker's book is it's a new one. It's called Adventure in Everything. It's published by Hay House. Uh, go to the website adventureineverything.com to learn more about the book as well as about what Matthew does. Matthew, thanks for joining us today. Thank you.
We'll be right back with some deals of the week. Stick around. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. segment of Rudy Max's World is brought to you by Service Magic. Now you can hire pre-screened home pros with confidence for repairs, remodeling, plumbing needs, maid services, and so much more. Visit www.homebuild411.servicemagic.com. That's homebuild411.servicemagic.com. Hey, Rudy Maxa here. Are you on Facebook? Well, so am I. And the page I pay the most attention to is called Rudy Maxa's TV Show. Well, what can I say? They didn't have a category for radio show. And I do host a television series on PBS, so there you go. Anyway, I'm trying to get up to 1,200 friends this weekend. Only 16 more to go, last I checked. So I'd love to have you go to Facebook, look for Rudy Maxa TV Show, and click the like on that page. Can you help me make it up to that 1,200 number this weekend? This is where I post deals and links to some of the guests on the show, and you can interact with me as well. I pay a lot of attention to that page. Uh, and if you really want to make my day, you can follow me on Twitter at SavTrav, S-A-V-T-R-A-V. That's short for Savvy Traveler, SavTrav. Uh, during the week, I occasionally tweet deals with that have short windows that won't hold for the weekend and other news. So on Twitter, it's Sav Trav. I will not bombard you with tweets. I uh, use them sparingly. All right, let's take a look at a couple of deals. Hit the sounder there, Jeff. Yeah, there we go. There's the register. Well, uh, Madison Square Garden is going to reopen October 22nd after a multi-million dollar renovation. And if uh, you're from out of town, you want to attend a concert or sports event there, you might want to consider the hotel just across the street. That's also newly renovated. It's the Affinia in, it's called the Affinia Manhattan. And the hotel is offering a two-for-the-show package that gets you a complimentary room upgrade, two cocktails at the hotel bar, a $10 iTunes card, turndown service, and a late checkout at 3 p.m. Late checkout in New York's always nice. Now... If you need tickets to a Madison and uh, Square Garden concert or game or any, anything else in New York, for that matter, you can reach out to the hotel's concierge as soon as you know your plans. Don't wait till you get there. Do it as soon as you book your room and you know what you want to do. The two-for-one, uh, excuse me, the two-for-the-show package is available until the end of the year, and room prices vary depending on what's going on in New York at the time. You can check it out at Affinia, A-F-F-I-N-I-A, Affinia.com, under Special Offers, or use the code SHOW if you call the hotel directly, SHOW. Now, maybe you're more the Macy's Thanksgiving parade kind of guy. Well, if so, the Affinia Manhattan's got you covered in that as well. With room rates starting at $500 per night, you can stay between November 23rd and the 27th. And here's what you get for that $500 besides your room. You'll receive uh, four tickets to the parade with private seating, a grab-and-go breakfast on the morning of the parade, $100 in food and beverage credit to be used inside the hotel, 20% off the hotel's bar and restaurant, and a 10% shopping discount at Macy's Herald Square, which is uh, just three blocks away from the hotel. Again, go to Affinia.com, check under special offers. The code for this deal is PARADE. Now, at the very high end of things, you've got the Ritz-Carlton Hotels. Most Ritz-Carlton Hotels, I think all of them, in fact, have a special floor. They call it their club level. It's got a private lounge with complimentary drinks and food available from morning to night. And let me tell you, that ain't bad. 
if you don't have to pay for breakfast in the hotel or even lunch, I mean, they put out sandwiches at lunch. And some places like uh, Shanghai, I mean, my goodness, the dinner is incredible. They don't say they offer meals. They just call them snacks. But you can make a meal if you're staying at a Ritz-Carlton hotel on the club level. Anyway, uh, you'll have access to the, to the club morning uh, from morning till night, upgraded room and, uh, amenities, and other extras. Now, at participating hotels through the end of the year, you'll also receive overnight valet parking or... Round-trip airport transfers, uh, transfers as part of your room fee. The hotel decides which one in each uh, location. You'll also get free Wi-Fi. Ritz-Carlton hasn't gotten around to giving everybody free Wi-Fi yet. Shame, shame, shame. And a free night if you stay three, four, or five nights. That last detail, that free room night, varies by hotel. Some you have to stay, <clears throat> excuse me, three nights to get a, uh, two nights to get a third for free, or three nights to get a fourth for free, or four nights to get a fifth for free. Now, let me tell you. The club level at Ritz-Carlton Hotels, the rooms can be quite high, the room rates. But if you get a free night and you get free parking or transportation to and from the hotel, uh, and if you if you uh, eat breakfast in the club floor or, or nosh at lunch or dinner, well, the price begins to look much more reasonable, especially if there are like four of you traveling, if you've got kids as well. Uh, you can find details for this offer by going to ritzcarlton.com and click on offers. Uh, this particular offer is called the... Treat You Offer. Treat You Offer. You'll see it at Ritz-Carlton if you click on Offers. It's called Treat You. Um, the Courtyard Marriott is offering a bed and bistro package. It provides overnight accommodations, breakfast or dinner in the hotel's bistro. It's a fairly simple breakfast and dinner, but it's breakfast or dinner, as well as a non-alcoholic drink uh, at nightly rates beginning at $89. Uh, the promotional code for this is the letter ZJ and the number 8. ZJ8. And uh, the Courtyard Marriott bed and bistro package is good through the end of the year at participating Courtyard Marriotts. I checked it out on the website and uh, found that um, almost all the Courtyard Marriotts in the country are participating. Well, we're coming to the end of the hour in just a couple, uh, just about a minute or so. Uh, if your station is leaving us this hour... I thank you for being with us. Most of our stations stick around for a second hour, and I thank them for doing that. Uh, and I'll give you the lineup for that hour right after uh, uh, we check the news and uh, and and hear some uh, commercials. Meanwhile, uh, go to Facebook. Get me up to 1,200, will you? Just click on Like it on the page slugged Rudy Maxa TV Show. Now, there are a few Rudy Maxa pages there. One is my personal page that I frankly don't pay any attention to, and then there's Rudy Max a TV show that I do pay attention to and where I'm going to post some of these deals today. So if you miss the... Uh, the URLs, the websites for them, they'll be up there uh, shortly, if not immediately. Um, I want to thank my guest, Matthew Walker, this hour. I think uh, his take on the world uh, is, is particularly f uh, fascinating. And uh, Mark Jolly as well for joining us from Globo Maestro and particularly the look at the Tannehill. We'll be back right after these messages and the news. See you in the second hour. I'm Rudy Maxa. Glad you're in Rudy Maxa's world. listening to Rudy Max's World and as always you're hearing must hear radio on the SSI radio network